They print money, they just put it in the wrong places. They give it to like the people at the top who hoard it away, which is not good for the economy. If you have a product idea, how do you go about finding a manufacturer? Like, make some money first to see where it goes. Like, the plan sounds great, but it, to me, that's procrastination from actually the business. I have a large concrete slab. Anyone got any ideas for how I can start a business? You could maybe, like, put ropes and stretch people out over the slab, help them get to Six Foot Club. You need to sell the idea that you're going to use your parents' eBay account responsibly. Everyone was buying Rolexes. Everyone I knew was suddenly living way better than before. What's going to happen if you don't get any sales? This lady needs to watch Car Boot Wars. Right, here, back with another podcast episode. No idea. I think it's episode 29 technically, but we called 29 the Car Boot episode on Buzzsprout. All right, yeah. But this is like a, we've managed to found some sick, sick questions, some of which what you guys have sent in, and other ones are just from like a forum. Basically like a all you can ask business forum. What's new anyway, Shiz? What's going on? What's the latest and greatest? Uh, nothing, just went to Paris for a day the other day. Um, Oh yeah, what's going on there? What do you do? I uh, just went with Ty for some personal shopping stuff. He went to LV and the a couple of shops. Just went with him for the day, something to do. Sick, what did you manage to get? Oh, just loads of, sh- loads of shit. <laughs> I saw that crazy jacket that you had, the one he was doing like the yeah. Michael Jackson dance yeah, with. Three and a half K that one. Was it really? Yeah, he sold it already. Got a buyer on it, sold it, bought it, sent it back. Mad, mad. Sick, man, sick. What about you? I got my Holland guys over, so because... We got a UK business, and I'll just say it for the camera, we got a UK business and the Holland business. The UK business is bigger, so any like group get-togethers, Holland comes to UK. So, yeah, we got like six people from Holland to come over, and we're entertaining them. Went bowling with them, and then been doing Bristol tour guide stuff with them yesterday. That's sick. And yeah, it, I was just thinking how mad it is. You know when you're like kind of just out of a business, the amount of things you go through, like one minute, like one minute I'm doing this, one minute I'm doing that. Like, like the episode with Ty came on, he's like, oh, last week I was a personal shopper, now I'm a, trying to be a pro pro bodybuilder. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, the, the hustle you do just to keep up in between your actual main big hustle, you know what I mean? Yeah, and it keeps you active. Like, even this, what we're doing <laughs> here is like another thing that like keeps everything spinning, doesn't it? Like, Yeah. And just when I was where I was with him, I sold like 30, 40 pieces of clo- clothing, so I'd be making some money from that. But obviously, that's not my main gig, you know what I mean? But it's just like, something to tie me over till... My next business starts properly. You know Sick. I mean? How many, like, how much average transaction value would you say it was? Average transaction value, I don't know, about a grand, you know, a designer's clothes are like. So you don't have like 40 grand? Days, something like that, yeah. That's sick, bro. Something like two watches, and that's in like last two weeks. But yeah. Badass, man. That's six. But it's just something to do in between. And even you, when your big bathroom business closed down, you were like just jumping from one thing to the other till you found your, you know? Yeah, yeah. Selling selling plant fertilizer or whatever anything just to buy and sell yeah. to make a pound or two and, a- and that's a key question everyone asks us like how uh, i want to do something i don't know what just try whatever and see what makes money yeah 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 I mean? exactly <laughs> and then whatever you want to grow and speaking of that we got one of our watchers um mikey um so his brother messaged us saying oh you guys want someone to run a spotify for you my brother's free he's willing to learn yeah, and he's been messaging me, and I've just been guiding him, kind of. He's made a spot uh, Shopify. We've got a product on there. He's made some videos now, so like that's just from him working alongside. So you know, he's willing to do something, and he's just been messaging me. Really, what do I do next? What do I do next? I was like, listen, we need to do this. We need to do this. We need to do this. Website's ready. We've got a link to Dropshipper. There's a first video gone up now as well. That's and, sick. Uh, yeah. That's everyone needs to make sure you subscribe. Anyone's interested in doing business because this Mikey guy is a prime example of someone who's seeing that they can add value to me and Shiz. So he's like going out of his way to do stuff, and now we're probably going to end up making money together. 
Yeah, How just sick. told him, keep, just just uh, keep it rolling till you make as much of your day job. And then once he's making as much of that, I could put more time into it. And you could put more time into it. And then we can make it grow something crazy. Sick, bro. That's, that's badass. But yeah. What's the first question? I need advice and tips. First time selling my clothes in person at the mall. I'd like them to elaborate on that. So my small business is all online sales. I'm setting up my vendor booth at the local mall for the first time. Any helpful tips or advice? I'm so nervous in capitals. What if I don't get any sales at lol? What's going to happen if you don't get any sales? This lady needs to watch Car Boot Wars. This is literally, literally. what we're doing every week at Car Boot Wars. It's one of the things, everyone is cringy. Believe it or not, like every single person is cringy when you first start a business, isn't it? Yeah. Like you're waiting for a customer. Define cringy though. It's, it's what other people on the outside deem it as, but what's cringy about trying to make a living? Like yeah. if we didn't have food and we're trying to sell something, even, even if you're dressed up as a clown, you're trying to feed yourself. What's cringy about that? But people will make it out like... Oh, look what those guys are doing at the car boot. Eh. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember first time I ever did a job interview. It was like two of us worked here and I was like 21 or 22 and I'd never done a job interview before and the guy turns up and I remember I was wearing a tracksuit and I was like, um, so why do you think that you'd be good for the job? And I was cringing hard because he's like a 40-year-old guy, you know? Yeah. And I'm thinking like, where do I got to ask him? But after you just get used to it, you sell a few things, you interview a few people, you just then feel like you have the right to be there. It's just... I think it just takes a little bit of doing yeah, a few even, things. Even having a tracksuit, right. you're like conditioned to feel like, oh, I, sh- I shouldn't be in this. Yeah. You know, he's dressed up proper in a suit and I'm not. I'm going to look this at him. But you paid that cost to be there, so you, you don't have to wear a suit, you know? Yeah, bro. For a long time, I would go out of my way to be uncomfortable during the day because I thought that's what you should do. Wear a shirt, yeah. wear a tie. But nah, I just wear a tracksuit. I'm giving into what's more comfortable, who I am. I think it's mad, isn't it? Because now everyone wears a tracksuit. Even this style tracksuit, like the cloth one, people before would be like, oh, nice ghetto. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's just normal. Like everyone's wearing it. Yeah, like we went to San Carlo yesterday. I just wear a black tracksuit. You don't have to wear it. Like, I don't wear jeans anymore. Not really. Yeah. It's so comfy being soft, isn't it? Like this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's better. Like, like a baby. I do agree that I should. Do you think there is times and place to be smart? You know what? The other day when we were on the plane to Paris, yeah, obviously we went eight in the morning, planned to come back at eight and even, but we missed it because the roads in Paris are horrible, aren't they? Yeah. We've driven in Paris. I've been in a car in one. It's hell, oh, yeah? Man, it's like... Spaghetti. Like six lanes. Bro, and the turnings are crazy. The turns yeah. are like 180 degrees. Are they? Yeah. At the airport, they literally have <laughs> to drive in to reverse and stuff. But um, yeah, you miss so many junctions that we end up getting late and then getting the car back to the rental place. They're not, they're not desi- the roads are not designed for new cars. They're like so small. But anyway. Is it like crappy um, surface as well? No, surface is right. They're good at... Macron's doing a good job out there. Yeah. (laughs) The old uh, Macroni's doing a good job. That's mad. His woman's like 20 years old, isn't it? 30 years or something. It's weird, isn't it? (laughs) Weird story. This is not even um, throwing shade. If you had a friend who was 45 and he was married to a 75-year-old. No, no, 70-year-old because he's 25, isn't it? Years. I would think that was weird, bro. If I was suddenly going out with someone 25 in my senior room, do you have a word with me? Yeah, of course. You'd be like, bro. Well, you'd hope I'm not your friend if I don't. <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. I, w- I don't care about you because if I say something to comment something on your thing, it's because I care about you. I don't, I'm not going to comment on someone else's life because I don't care about them, you know? Well, yeah. But, but what's weird I found about it is if you reverse the roles <clears throat> and you had a male teacher saying, oh, I loved Miss Macron from the minute she was 15 in my drama class, you'd be like, hold up. Yeah, but that's But instead weird. it's like, oh, he's such a cool guy. His teacher fell in love with him, you know? Another thing that I find weird about it, bro, is like if someone is going out with someone 25 years older and we didn't even know them, I might not like judge it, but I'd look and be like, maybe that guy's something a bit off with him. Because that's a weird thing as a man, because men would be normally reversed. Men are normally a little bit older than women in general. And if he went out of a teacher, that to me seems like maybe there's a mother relationship that's not, not a typical romantic relationship, yeah. maybe not well, healthy. 
I guess if he's got that sort of trauma, it's not his fault because that's how he's raised. But on a on a side note, it makes me realize living in the Western world as a king, as opposed to like a third world country, it's a completely different thing. Like imagine a king in a country, like another country. Yeah. But this guy is 45 and he's going out with like a, someone who could basically be his grandma. Okay, but let me just let me just flip that back on your head. Yeah, what you said is again ago a second ago about the what he does is his. We can't judge or whatever. Yeah. The issue is you may not have be a super balanced level individual running the country, and they are he and he might be absolutely fine. It's just a red flag that is maybe an indicator that something's going on with this guy. Mm. He might be normal, you know. It could be a super healthy relationship, but the the cynic in me thinks. Mm, that guy's probably got some trauma that would deviate him from being able to run the state properly. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you, definitely, that he should be hyper-aware if he has something and he should fix it in himself. Yeah, but and he might do. Yeah, and I was just looking at it from the point of maybe he wants like a motherly wife. Yeah, and that is actually cool. He's got though. some sort of trauma, but, but a lot of people want that anyway. That's why I was like, whatever he's been through, it might not be deep trauma, it might just be like how he's raised, but yeah. Yeah, Ideally, yeah. Ideally, you'd want someone, I don't know, Maybe we're different, but we kind of want someone who's a man's man, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, having, like, a ruler who has, like, four wives sounds much cooler, you know, like, in Dubai or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, someone like Genghis Khan, like, got, like, 500 girls on, like, retention. Yeah, I think the reason it that's sounds important... sounds cool, doesn't it? Like, as a ruler, like, ah, he's super alpha. He's someone who leads, not like, ah, this guy's dating his grandma. He's a real leader. The know? reason why, for me, I think, like, I rate someone who's got a few wives is because you just look at them like, ah, he's really in control of his life. He must be respected because people aren't yeah. putting up with that if they're not respected. So if he's got a 70 year old woman who met him when he's 15, I know from my own experience, if you meet a girl young, you can't carry, you're not holding on to a level of respect that was already there because you've not meant when you're in a certain position. So her meeting him as a kid, she might not respect him like the president of France. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? She might literally be the string puller behind the scene. Yeah. You know? Like, Kind of sounds like, um, what's his name? Alexander the Great conquered half the world, but it's kind of his mum just, you know what I mean? She was the one who made him the great, you know? What was his name in The Wire? Uh, I forgot his name. Well, not Weebay, no. Well, oh, the one Weebay's was... son, right? No, no, his no, no. was like, get on the streets, boy. Oh, yeah, she was crazy. But also the one who did, De I think it's Deontay. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. Avon's nephew. And she was literally siding with the business over her son. Like, yeah, you've got yeah. to do the years. Yeah, nuts. <laughs> yeah, and like, what was the example you gave? Because that was a bit like that, wasn't it? Like domineering woman going to make happen yeah, and Alexander rule the things. Great. Like his mum was like, kind of like, she realised as a woman, she couldn't go and dominate the world. But I've got a son now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Push him, push him, push him, push him. Even um, ZZ Ping, like strong parents are crazy, like how much influence they have. Because ZZ Ping, obviously dictator of China or democratic leader of China, whatever. He got yeah, upset yeah, yeah. with me. Biden called him a dictator the other day and he got upset by it. It's twice now. And all of Biden's advisors are like, don't call him a dictator. He's gone out there and he's just gone and said it. And like, you see his staff like, what's wrong with this guy, man? <laughs> That's so funny, bro. But yeah, um, his his uh, mum and dad were both in the army or something. And uh, I think it's the, the mum, I can't remember which one it was. The mum and the dad snuck out of the army to come back to say hi to the family or something. Like, or took some time off. And he screamed at her saying, you're setting a bad example to the boy about discipline. Like, oh, what, the mum, they were both right. working away like years apart. I remember I heard of some no. of that story. And then he got, um, he's had a traumatic life as well, hasn't he? Yeah. Had a hard life. Chucked to, he was like doing well. Then he got banished and chucked to a farm when he was starting to elevate the ranks of like a political party. No and way. he got thrown. And like, it was basically like ostracized and then rebuilt. So yeah. It's like um, Pacquiao as well. You know? what's, he, what's happened with him? Manny Pacquiao growing up. His dad killed his dog. 
Did he? Yeah, some some mad stuff like that. Kicked him out, would beat up his mum and that, and then um, yeah, I think he ran away from home and just kind of raised himself. Mad, bro. Beat for the fire. Pe- the best the people have been through crazy shit, and they yeah, yeah, gone through crazy shit and sorted themselves out and done good. Not yeah, like identified it. Jeffrey Dahmer, everyone, you know what I mean? Like He's even been, actually, no, he didn't go through some shit, did he? He had a good, good parents. Like even where we where we had Marv on the podcast. Make sure you check out Car Boot Wars, Marvin Herbert on the last episode. Marv, like Marv, has had a crazy traumatic journey. And he's turning around and using it to good now. That's what you meant to do, isn't it? You flip yeah. it. Yeah, for real. So like, it's not about where you start. It's about where you finish. And if you can finish doing like, <sighs> yeah, good. You use that stuff. And like, it's not about where you it. were. It's where you are now. <laughs> Remember he called Ian Fat? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Ian's yeah. like, I was bodybuilder before. And he's like, <laughs> it's not about where you were. It's where you are now. It's facts. Facts, Marvin. If you have a product idea, how do you go about finding a manufacturer? Bro, we're in 2023. I don't know what planet this guy's on. But there's a site. Uh, A-L-I Express.com D-H-Gate.com Alibaba.com Definitely It's so easy And if they don't make your product Because you've made You made something brand new Just think of something similar Because they're going to have Similar equipment To be able to build A similar product And they'll be able to take yours And if it's something That requires a new mold It might be a big investment But other than that It's very easy You literally have Google But you've gone on Reddit <laughs> Yeah You're not going to make it bro <laughs> How deep did you go with your business plan? I'm currently writing up my business plan for a little online shop where I can start selling some of my stuff. This is really more of a side project for me, something I do in addition to work, but I'm taking it very seriously as I feel it has potential. Like make some money first and see where it goes. Like the plan sounds great, but it to me that's procrastination from actually doing business. Yeah, I've I've always written a business plan, but I don't write them in the way that you're taught at a university or a college or whatever. I write them in just the facts you can do like your SWOT analysis or whatever in basic. It doesn't have to be done like an invigilator is going to read it. It's just, why, how do I make money here? Where do I buy it? What are the threats? Is there anything? It's very simple. You don't have to be doing it like yeah. you're doing it for class. I can tell you this. I have most of people who are very successful that I know in business are not very good at writing business plans, but they're very good at planning. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, th- I, think, I think what you do as well is a lot of uh, napkin math, don't you as well? Yeah. Like, you're just like, okay, cool. If I get this for four, I can sell it for 10, there's six quid. Times that by ten sixty. Okay, that's like a day wage for me starting out. Yeah, and then times about hundred, times about hundred again, and then just try work that way. And a business plan never goes to plan. Like every single, I've had this. Every single business plan I set out, I've either failed short, I've exceeded extraordinarily on it. I've never ever had it go well. And like you'll beat yourself up for it not going well, or you'll get too full of it if it. No, sorry, you beat yourself up it doesn't go well, and you get too full of it it does. So just. It's a constant moving thing. You should be looking every single week, like what's working, what isn't. Chop this, move that. And like the plan should be an ever evolving thing. It's not some document that you set out at the start of the business that is rigid until the end. It has to constantly evolve. I think think having just a basic plan in your head is the first step because you don't want to waste as much time making all that stuff. I think one of those solid business plans of SWAT and all that stuff is really good once you're in and it's going and you need to like, like what's your strong points? What's this and work on it and improve it. But to start... It's all just procrastination. You need to just know you can make a pound and then take it from there. Yeah, because actually to what you're saying then the procrastination thing is people do this is they go in to speak to mentors. Like they've gone to this, this, this seminar and think of all the seminars they could have done. They say they put $5,000 into seminars before they even got started. That $5,000, if you'd have had no idea about business and you'd just been buying and selling on eBay, you would have learned way, way more yeah. than you would have ever done. Learn way more. In action is way better than learn on book. You know, that's what a car boot thing is good for people. Definitely, yeah. Car boot is a great way to learn, guys. What do we name our business? My husband and I started a business just before COVID during a variety of different things and never really thought of a proper name. 
As lockdowns took longer and longer, outside of our business disappeared and we now do aluminium fabrication. We make toolboxes, dog boxes, trailers, ramps, fixed boats, you name it. If it's aluminium, we do it. That's my name. If it's aluminium, we do it. Fab Ali. Fab Ali. Fab Ali. Fabricate, uh, fabricate aluminium, Fab Ali. Fab Ali products, whatever. Nice. I like it. I'm going to go with... Good too. What's yours? I'm going to go aluminium. with everything aluminium. Yeah. Yeah, sick. Sick. Nice Job one. Done. You and your husband <laughs> use that. If you ever see this podcast from Reddit. Maybe you should comment. Yeah, we should. Someone answered on that. Depending on your target market, maybe stay away from pun names. They can detract from the quality aspect you're offering. See, maybe, but I would say sometimes names that explain what it is on the tin work. And I know plenty of rich people who have cheesy ass names for businesses just because, oh, something whatever to go. How many to goes do you know? Yeah, and it's yeah, cheesy, yeah. but they make a fortune. Just rolling my eyes and get side-eyeing, like, who do we know? <laughs> names. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know what I like? Just an abstract name. I think that's always good. Like, yeah. An abstract name, you know? Something memorable. Yeah, something memorable, yeah. Yeah, so I do. Even I like something that stupid, well. like the Jammy Lizard thing was kind of good, because you're like, what the hell is a Jammy Lizard, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you remember that. Yeah, so, something that will just be impactful. When is a good time to rent a warehouse for inventory? Every, hello, everyone. I'm currently selling on Amazon and eBay, and I mostly store inventory inside my house and garage. When would it be a good time to rent a warehouse for inventory, oh, and would it also be get written off as a business expense? Bro, you'll know when. Yeah. Don't ask stupid questions. He's trying when to chase status. Liverpool in. <laughs> He's trying to chase status, yeah. yeah. You want to have an office, I think. But yeah. you should let it just make it. There's no choice. Get, get to the point where you could pay for it. Because right now, if he pays for it, he's not making enough money. What's the point, you know? Definitely. You want to set up as much of a war chest as possible of cash. And then you start doing that stuff. Like we, me and you have lived in a bit of squalor at early starts of business, you know? Yeah. And we've done. Even if you can't afford to finish shop, you can't afford to decorate just to open, you know? Yeah. And like sleep on the shop floor or whatever. Like you just want to do whatever to make sure. Yeah. You had cheap. your thing on top of your garage, didn't you, for ages? Yeah. Yeah. And when I was in Swindon, instead of renting a flat because my business was far away from home, I just slept on the floor. Yeah. It's cool, man. And it's, and there's those memories are good, man, because they're actually cozy. We'd watch TV, we'd have a little glow yeah, heater cool, lying on the floor. And you're young, you don't get bad back from doing stuff like that. So it's like, if you don't do that when you're young, when are you going to do it? You have to do it. Everyone I, should do it. I was saying that the other day when we got stuck at the airport. Well, Paris, we missed our flight. And then we're like, let's try to get the, the rental car back because we dropped it. We had it for 24 hours. Yeah. And then we walked the airport so long. And then uh, I was just saying like, okay, you know what? You're not going to remember all the clothes and stupid stuff you bought. But the stuff like this is good memories. Like we went to a hotel room, just laugh, laughing our heads off till we fell asleep pretty much. Just stupid stuff. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? It's like a good thing, and then like wake up next morning fresh, get to the airport, and yeah, makes it make it fun. Here's a cool one. I like this. So this is for a young gun we got out there. Best ways I could sell as a miner. So I'm a miner hoping to sell some art on the side to make some extra money. The only problem is I'm running into how to actually sell stuff and get the money. I have a bank account and a card and everything. The only problem is there is literally nowhere I can sign up to that will allow me to use the services. My parents are completely okay with me doing this and are happy to let me use their accounts. The only problem is if they don't like me setting things up, also the fact the PayPal account I use a lot by the family and obviously for the safety of the family, I don't want to have strangers transfer money to the account. It's not not safe, by the way, bro. That's what parents say. My parents said the same thing to me when I was young trying to get an eBay account. No, no, you can't use my name. You just need to sell them, bro. This is your first big sale. You need to sell the idea that you're going to use your parents' eBay account responsibly. Yeah, you're clearly a hungry kid. Tell them, look, I'm a hungry kid. I need your account. If not, I want to go sell drugs. Because you don't need an account for drugs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Literally. This, because ultimately, the PayPal account, they could even have the logins and you're, they just facilitate the money for you. So you, there's no compromise to the account. Yeah. As long as you're sending the goods, there's no risk to them. So yeah, don't Actually, accept you're that. 
You're a bit of an exception, aren't you? What's that? To get banned? <laughs> you're a teen, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, but I'm saying I'm a bad example. But if, if my parents had said, you do not get banned from here, I would have listened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm, I just added some humor to yeah, yeah. How many accounts you went for as a kid? Loads. So many. Here's a crazy story, right? My business, I had to start my business up in my, um, my granddad's friend's name because <laughs> I needed to be able to use eBay to start my business and I was completely banned off eBay. I even had to set up a new internet connection and get new hardware. Yeah, I remember, yeah. I remember you always getting new internet connections because you don't want to link to your old eBay accounts. Because they claimed I was selling counterfeit goods, which is BS. And not shipping items out. <laughs> yeah. That was <laughs> Amazon. Payments not shipping. That was uh, Amazonian. And the mad thing is, they they were probably safeguarding <laughs> themselves from further else by blocking your house, your name, and your internet service provider. Yeah. But really, in the long run, you made more money for them than you ever took from them, you know? Yeah. Like you probably paid them back in like 100x, you know? You yeah. paid them back with heavy interest, bro. Paid them back with heavy paid interest. Paid them back in mills. Yeah. You paid I, them back in blood. I probably wouldn't even change anything if I could go back, bro, because I needed that money from those goods back at the school days. <laughs> so like, it was yeah. awkward having to have Tony do that, but it wasn't that big a headache. Nah. I got around it. It's all about solving problems, isn't it? You get great satisfaction out of solving problems. Yeah, yeah, bro. How's business going your end? Yeah, it's going all right. It's pretty steady. Just want to... You got big events planned up this year or not? Like with <laughs> the really. restaurant? No, that's just, uh, so it's a catering thing. That's just kind of like a background, just ticks me over sort of thing, keeps the bills paid. Um, but like everything, I don't think many people have money right now, do they? From what it's I tough. can see. Yeah, it's tough. Everyone's saying the same thing, it's tough. Like even Ty was like, it's tough right now, it's tough right now. We're fighting for money. Like, yeah, it's tough. It's like scraps, isn't it? We're literally all fighting over scraps. The government starts like pumping money to everyone again. Yeah, we need money to be pumped like, in. Time. There's literally like, they just turn on the money printer and just throw money in there. You just, all you got to do is jump and grab it. Like everyone had money. Everyone was buying Rolexes. Everyone that knew was suddenly living way better than before. Yeah. It's yeah. Nuts, isn't it? It's mad, the bro. Proof you could just print money and then everyone's suddenly like, you know? They'll turn them on soon. They print money. They just put it in the wrong places. They give it to like the people at the top who hoard it away, which is not good for the economy. Stop corrupt and giving it to your friends. We're going to have more fun with it. Put yeah. it to the people. <laughs> Send it and we'll have everyone wearing Louis Vuitton trainers on the school playground again, like 2020. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here's, um, here's a question here. Uh, I have a large concrete slab at the back of my house. Has anyone got any ideas for how I can use this foundation to start a business? The back of his house. It's the foundation for his new business in more ways than one, isn't it? It's like a pun. Yeah. <laughs> Is it, it's, if he's good with his hands, maybe he should use it to build on it and stuff. Yeah. Depends. It's really, we need to know about you because if it was me, I'll be using it to have stock and buy and sell and I'll be using it as store. So you could build, you could store. But if the question's for me, then yeah, I'm going to use it to store stock and put a shed on there or something. How about you break it up into little pieces and sell it as abstract art? Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> Some stupid stuff like that. Oh, is he? He's an artist, that guy, is he? No, he's not an no. artist. He's just got a concrete slab and he's just wondering. It's two meters by three meters and there's no current usage. Is there any way we could somehow make money from it? Anywhere at all? Uh, there's that other thing. Have you seen these things online where the people do the trades? They start with something oh, yeah. and they end with like a mansion. You could make this. You'll embark upon trade the block for something else, a car. Find someone who needs a car and keep doing swaps and then end up with a mansion. But I don't know. I don't. What would you, what would you say? The art. Uh, spray paint it with multiple colors and claim the rocks are from the Berlin Wall. That's a good one. That's not me. That's oh, yeah, me. that's nice. Build a workshop, get welding. Um, if you've got people with broken legs and need to recalcify themselves, you can offer to break their legs on the calcium. Good shout. Marvin. 
<laughs> Marvin's tips. You could maybe like put ropes and stretch people out over the slab, help them get to six foot club. Yeah, make up some stupid abstract concrete yoga club. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get a load of people and charge them. That's actually a good one. Chiropractic practice. All of these are just abstract ideas and they might not be legal in your country, so you need to check. <laughs> Paint Red Cross and it charge skydivers to land on it. Nice. Build a bike rack and rent out a parking space. That's a good one. Put cushions on top and turn it out to, I don't know, like a Airbnb under the stars. Yeah, stargazing. <laughs> yeah. On a cold bit of concrete. Sit. I think these guys have got enough business ideas to go out and make some mega money now. Serious bucks for these ideas. Sick, brother. Nice Big one. EP. Yeah. Nice one, guys. Subscribe to the channel and comment to what other stuff you want to see. Yeah.